Has your fuse box gone haywire? Is your water pressure too weak? Or maybe your boiler needs an upgrade? They don't last forever, you know. Well, the good news is that there's a local hero in Dublin for that. So if you're locked out on a Thursday and need a locksmith, take the hassle out of it with localheroes.ie. Our online service connects you with trusted tradespeople in your area and all work comes with a 12-month guarantee backed by Borgosh Energy. Try it out while listening to your podcast. You could get a quote in minutes at localheroes.ie. TNCs apply. Visit localheroes.ie for full details. Show me the science with Professor Luke O'Neill. Hello, I'm Luke O'Neill and welcome to my Show Me the Science podcast. I've always wanted this to happen and I'm a huge fan of that movie Jurassic Park as many nerdy scientists are when they bring dinosaurs back and create a big theme park and it all goes horribly wrong. Well, guess what's going to happen? Mammoths. A woolly mammoth could roam the earth by 2027. Then they'll be dropped into a park in Siberia to eat grass and tamp down snow. Woolly mammoths have been extinct for about 10,000 years, but as Dr. Ian McCallum warns, life finds a way. They're going to bring mammoths back from extinction. At least that's their goal anyway. And a company called Colossal, great name. Uh, they're pretty witty with the names as they're bringing back mammoths in the US, have raised $15 million, not an insignificant amount of money. And their mission is to bring back mammoths. Now, mammoths are these very interesting elephant creatures. They're in the same family as elephants. They became extinct about 4,000 years ago. And of course, over history, they'd found frozen mammoths in the permafrost. They found bones and so on. They knew that they'd existed. Nobody's ever seen a live mammoth. They've seen these frozen ones. But they've they're always been intriguing as creatures. Huge wool, the big woolly mammoth. We'd all be familiar with those images. And now the question is, could we get them back? In other words, an animal that became extinct, possibly because of us hunting them, by the way. That's one reason. We'll come back to that as to why they became extinct. But the question now is, can you bring them back? And why would you want to bring them back? Well, first of all, we did make them extinct potentially. And why not bring them back? Secondly, there's a, there's a hypothesis that if we brought them back and put them back into the tundra and the Arctic and so on, that helped the environment. In other words, when you lose a species from a specific environment, that can have a knock-on effect. And the question is, if mammoths came back, would it help us? And there's even a, an idea it might help decrease global warming, as I'll come back to. So that's, that's a reason to do it. Now, how do you do this? How would you bring the mammoth back? Well, the scientists in this company, in particular a scientist called George Church, who in my business is actually a very famous scientist. He did lots of very important work on DNA over the decades. He's one of those uh, key investigators about the DNA and molecular biology. He's involved in this company. And he realized that you could take a DNA from a mammoth that was you know, taken from the permafrost or whatever and sequence it and have a look at it and then try to figure out how that DNA differs from an elephant's DNA because they are in the same overall family. In fact, we can read ancient DNA. It's up to 700,000 years old. We can read it into the computer. We can figure out what the ancient genome we can reconstruct the ancient genome, and then we can decide which genes are likely to achieve whatever it is we want to do. So we're really, we're really resurrecting genes, not species. And then he noticed uh, that there were huge similarities, which is obvious in a way, but he spots that there were around about 60 genes different in the mammoth DNA compared to elephant DNA. 
And in particular, the Asian elephant, that's the one that's the closest relative of the mammoth. In fact, they're 99.6% identical at the DNA level because you can compare the, um, the Asian elephant's DNA to the mammoth's DNA. And then the big question is, what's in that difference? And he reckoned there were 60 genes that were different. And what he thought then was, well, how about if we take an Asian elephant's DNA and then we engineer it using a technology called CRISPR, which I think we've spoken about before. CRISPR is this great way to, 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 to uh, manipulate DNA in various ways and fix broken genes. CRISPR is being used in all kinds of contexts. So CRISPR could be used then to take the Asian elephant DNA and then effectively turn it into mammoth DNA by introducing these 60 or so genes. And, and that was his goal. And, and he proposed this a while ago, actually. And then the question is, if you did that then, could you get uh, you know, an embryo? that would have the mammoth DNA in it, if you like, with the Asian element DNA, implant that, and then get uh, a mammoth being born. And that's what the proposal is. Now, as a sort of a prelim to this, he did something interesting. He took um, uh, an Asian elephant skin cell and he was able to introduce some of the mammoth genes into that skin cell, in particular for shaggy brown hair, which, of course, is the key feature of the mammoth. And those genes were expressed in the uh, Asian elephant skin cell. In other words, it worked a bit. You could show that the mammoth gene could be expressed in the elephant, by the elephant cell, and then you get expression of that gene. So it can work in, in principle in that way. But now the goal will be to make a full mammoth. Now, they got lots of tissue from mammoths in the Arctic. Lots of sequencing was done. Spotted this and confirmed it, and it was really clever. Molecular biology, you might say. And that was the whole thing. And then, obviously, the implantation process now will, will be the key thing to do when you manipulate this DNA. Now, they reckon it's going to take four to six years to get this going. And then when the baby mammoth is born, it'll probably take another 13 years for, the, for those mammoths to reach sexual maturity into breeding age. And then you might begin to get a herd of mammoths. So it isn't going to happen in the next year or two, but still, they've got long timelines, this company, and that's what their plan is. And, and they've said their goal is to what they're calling rewild the Arctic tundra. In other words, reintroduce these natural mammoth uh, species back into the Arctic tundra. Uh, and in fact, they've decided where to do it. It's a place called Pleistocene Park. Now, they aren't stupid there, are they? It sounds a bit like Jurassic Park, doesn't it? But Pleistocene Park is in northern Siberia. It's got bison, musk, and oxen already, so it's a very interesting environment. And, and then, lo and behold, if they could, they'd reintroduce mammoths into that terrain and then monitor things extremely closely, obviously, enough. Now, of course, they reckon 13,000 years ago, mammoths were critical in that ecosystem. And it's called the Mammoth Steppe, actually. And these are huge glacial grasslands. Uh, and, and, and there's lots of theory around this, of course. They've studied grasslands in the Arctic nowadays. And they've shown that these can be huge carbon sinks, so these grasslands are very good places to take carbon out of the atmosphere. They can also reflect lots of light and heat. They reflect from the sun more than, say, a forest would, and that could be useful as well for effects on the climate. And they're wondering if the mammoth was reintroduced, would you get a kind of thriving of this glacial grassland terrain, if you like, and that could be beneficial for the planet is the idea. Of course, there's no direct evidence for this yet, but that's, that's kind of a hypothetical thing. And why would the mammoths be very useful in the environment? Well, they talk about trampling of shrubs. In other words, the grass will grow more than the shrubs, and, and as I say, the grasslands seem better overall as carbon capture. Uh, they can uproot trees, and that might be used for getting the grass to grow as well. They eat the grass, obviously, and control it in various ways. And then their, their poo fertilizes everything. And the, this is, as I say, all a bit theoretical, but that might be the one idea if the mammoths were there in their natural habitat. 
it might promote the growth of these grasslands. And if these grasslands are better at storing carbon than forests, uh, reintroducing the mammoths might be beneficial overall. And, and this idea has been around anyway. If, if a species become extinct, there can be knock-on effects that are detrimental, uh, and they call it this an ecological void. In other words, if we reintroduce the mammoth, it'll fill in this ecological void and then begin to restore things, I guess is the way you would put it. Now, of course, this is all very hypothetical and, and uh, early days. Safety first with all things in science, of course. It'll have to be very carefully regulated. Close monitoring is going to be needed. They've got a really good committee advising them with ecologists, molecular biologists, even bioethicists who think about the ethical concerns of this kind of thing are part of their advisory group just to make sure everything is uh, done in the best possible standards I guess. They're saying that um, unlike other examples where they manipulate animals say with genetics uh, like for example a good a good example there is um, certain flies can be, like the mosquito for instance can be manipulated to affect malaria. It's easy to track these mammoths when they're born and so on you can track it very carefully and monitor them so they're saying it should be a safe thing to do. Um, and then they're talking about, as I say, 10, 20, 30 years uh, from now, we'll see maybe a mammoth herd. They're even talking in 100 years from now, the, uh, these grasslands will be restored. But still, they're on the way towards this. And then, of course, more generally, then this de-extinction thing is what they're calling it as well. In other words, can we bring back animals that we uh, as a species ourselves made extinct? and reintroduce them back into their natural habitats. And there's loads of creatures out there that have become extinct. It could be a way to deal with this extinction crisis, partly, maybe, they're talking about as well. Very hypothetical, clearly, as well. And then, of course, when we look back on the mammoths, they were roaming the Earth five million years ago, and then um, they became extinct about 4,000 years ago. So it's probably right and proper that we reintroduce them and bring them back to the way they were, I suppose. So, so there you have it. The reintroduction of mammoths may be a possibility. Who knows? With careful monitoring, it's no known what these scientists can achieve next. And maybe in 30 or 40 years, we'll have mammoths again back to their rightful place up in the Arctic. So that's the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, my Show Me the Science podcast is a news talk production and it's available for download every Thursday. Has your fuse box gone haywire? Is your water pressure too weak? Or maybe your boiler needs an upgrade? They don't last forever, you know. Well, the good news is that there's a local hero in Dublin for that. So if you're locked out on a Thursday and need a locksmith, take the hassle out of it with localheroes.ie. Our online service connects you with trusted tradespeople in your area and all work comes with a 12-month guarantee backed by Borgosh Energy. Try it out while listening to your podcast. You could get a quote in minutes at localheroes.ie. TNCs apply. Visit localheroes.ie for full details.